You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with James L. Mattern and Benji Suswine. Tim Duncan almost adapts to the Spurs, right? Like, if he would have been somewhere else with a different coach, he would adapt to their playing. Like, he would have played the triangle fine for Phil if He's Phil would have been his coach. But that's the difference. He's a superstar that they built. He built himself around his teammates. Right. The opposite of what you're saying with Carmelo, where you have to build around him. Around him, yeah. And you're going to get eliminated in the semifinals of the conference. Yeah. And see, and, and the way they're training kids now is, you know, and they're, they're starting to see now that the European way is the better way to do it. But back in, like, 90s, 2000s, they're seeing, like, because Michael Jordan, they're like, oh, we, we got to find a superstar and then build on that. Right. But now they're seeing, finally, they're seeing that, you know what, it's not, it's not working. It's, it's not working. That's why all these trades are happening now, because they're trying to, like, put that one with that one, that one, that right. one. And the whole thing, and which, um, the, the heat, how, it, how they just basically crumbled. Because it's like, you know what, all right, so right in the beginning, they had all these superstars. Yeah. And, you know, and so then that was a disaster. And that, that first year, they're like, uh-oh, did we make a mistake? So Dwayne Wade had to step down. Bosh had to step down. So LeBron kind of, so they kind of supported LeBron. Right. And they're like, okay, I got that. But then what happens, LeBron kind of, like, you know, wasn't necessarily on his game, whatever. So Wade, he was hurt. And Bosch is kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? And so then, then, then they start playing mix and match. All right, will that go there, that go there? During the playoffs. And it's like, come on. Meanwhile, Spurs are just passing the ball right. and just dropping them. See? Yeah, God man, bless man. them. I think I'm about to get my fourth podcast. I think a spinoff is going to happen with me and Wally here. This what's good. <laughs> Did the clock freeze? What happened? Oh, are we just pausing because we're sportsing it up? It's okay. The work here is sportsing it up. All right. <laughs> my peoples, this is what it's about. Is this what it's about? It's about it this. Probably, yeah. Good call, guys. Um, this is James L. Matter, and this is a little show called Lust for Life. We are America's number one podcast, voted on by who? Canadians. Canadians. They voted. No They're kidding. St- they haven't left the they haven't left the boots yet, Wally. They've been there since the first election. They just stay there and re it's almost like Chicago, early and often. They I just d- keep voting for us. <laughs> we are actually the prime ministers of Canada. Yeah, we you run people it. People know that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I am on a, a very, very popular show right now. Brother, mm-hmm. come on, Wally. It's it unbelievable. Is, it's going on my resume there. Boom. We're worshipped in New Zealand. Oh, really? Australians name their children after us. There's all, every boy <laughs> is named Benji, and every girl, unfortunately, because my name goes both ways, the other version <laughs> of Jamie. There's a lot of Jamies out there. That's true. That's all That's true. it is now. It's, your name is universal. Your, your name is bisexual. Well, mm. God, and that's why I hate it. That's why I'm James. God damn it. Let's just get to the bottom of that right there. Um, I'm standing right in the eyes of the hand of the king, the right hand, the man who handles it, who every time I say hand now, pantomimes masturbation, which is very creepy, especially after Wally's bisexual name comment. Um, kid who's got the greatest head of hair in the business. I mean, it's just yes. getting better. It's, it's a lion's mane. It, God bless you. Your girl must just grab it. She nonstop. Loves it. Of course. See? And the beard's coming in. It's coming in good, Bubba's. You're doing great. This man, of course, is Benji Suswine, a.k.a. the ace. Sweet, sweet, sweet wine, baby. It's a sweet wine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That was Love an it. incredible intro. Well, we don't fuck around, baby. No, all right? God. We've been practicing man. for I'm a thinking year. that should be my voicemail. You've reached Benji, a.k.a. Sweet, 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 sweet. And you want me to cut it? I'll cut it for you. Okay. I just cut one on the street. The other day, people were like, I didn't know if you were really answering. I was on my way to do doing the warm-up thing. I was like, hey, all right, you better leave a message. I got to go. Thanks, man. And you hear like, hey, get the fuck off your phone. Like stuff like that. It's just perfect. I think I actually shit. have a good voicemail right now. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Your voicemail is great. Please, uh, at the right. tone of the beat, hang up and send me a text. Right. 
Oh, that's hilarious. Please hang up and text me. <laughs> that's pretty funny. And then what did I leave you the other day? No, Bubba's. You're going to get right. a voicemail from me, baby. So the voicemails are always like, I know I'm not supposed to, but here I am. I don't think I got a voicemail. Last time I got a voicemail was, geez, 2007. Right. <laughs> that long, no one's leaving them for you? No, man. You know what it is? People call and then they see that I'm not answering. Yes. And that basically the very next thing I get it's a text. So it's Yeah, like, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah, I feel Look at All this. right, all right. Voicemail don't, right now. I just got a voicemail. Don't gang now. up on Jeez. me on this oh, shit. You did, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call you after I introduce Wally yeah. here officially. <laughs> on the phone. I will call your voicemail. That's, <laughs> that's how I do's business. Do's it. Do's it. That's what I do. I'm sitting in with us for the first time. It's an honor to have him. Yes. Uh can I call you a, a, like a legend or no? Does that make you feel weird? No, actually, go ahead. See what, see, I want to see what it feels like. All right. A comedy living legend. I throw living in there, too. Because okay, <laughs> you can be a legend and not dead, right? Right? No? J- yeah. Josie Wales, right? Yeah. Whatever. You said Josie Wales? <laughs> <laughs> the great Wally Collins is sitting here with us, man. Oh, man. Okay, thank you. Thank you. How did it feel? It, it felt, you know what? You know, going, going in felt awkward, but going down, it was cool. All right, good. That's yeah. why we do. Well, that sounds like most things in our lives. Yes. Mm. Starts awkward. Yes. We started from the awkward. Mm-hmm. Now we're here. Now we're yep. here. Mm-hmm. Now we're here. That's what Drake wanted to say. <laughs> what he meant to say. Uh, who knows what he wanted that to say. That was his white side. <laughs> what did I say with Drake? He confuses the shit out of me. Well, I just saw him live two nights where, ago. Where did you, where, when were you going to Drake concerts? Lil Wayne Drake. Battle. Wow. When did this happen? In Atlanta, you said? No, they battled. It was in Queens. Oh, that's right. That's right. I heard about that. How come I didn't get invited to the battle? I represent Queens. I'm like LL. I represent Queen. She was raised out in Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> hey, Drake's Canadian. He's Canadian. He should know about you guys. Oh, you, he probably. You got an all-access pass. I should have. Oh Shoot. man. Shit. We're blowing this juice. This heat. We're <laughs> you getting. You are. You are, man. You gotta, you gotta stay. And he's it. Jewish. Yeah, he's an interesting dude. Is he really Jewish? Yeah. Yeah. His mom's a white Jew. Wow. He's a fascinating dude. I did not know that. You yeah. We you talk to or you hear him talk. He's a sweet, mm-hmm. awesome kid. Yeah. Loves the Raptors. Yeah, he's like an ambassador. Just well, well yeah, the yeah. Raptors got in trouble for him because he's reaching out to oh, free agents. They need to stop thinking who they are in the NBA. Love it. It's insane. You know, everyone's wow. going to recruit on stage. He's not yes. like hired by the team, so get a job. All right. Oh, um, God. Here's what's interesting. I don't think like what he puts out publicly off the uh, recorded mic is different than his albums. Like is. He's a sweet kid when he's on Fallon. He's like, I'll do whatever you want, Jimmy. I'll play ping pong. He's a sweet kid. Apparently, he is really nice. He's he's, really like a soft. But on the record, Obama, no mother, and and calling motherfuckers, dropping N bombs, fucking. uh, That doesn't fit what I think he is. I don't think he's that dude, but I feel like he has to. He's got some softer songs that are like sweet and he he sings a little bit. Yeah, but uh, but then he. (laughs) And that fits him. And then it's like, bitches, the fucking, I'll punch you in the mouth. No, you won't. (laughs) No, you won't, Drake. You will try. And talk your way out of it and hug a dude and ask him if they want lo- um, low-cal froyo. That's this the type is, of dude I think he is. He's releasing, this is how he releases that side of him. You know, that's the alter ego. Know. Just like Beyonce exactly. has uh, Sasha Fierce. Sasha you know what I mean? Right. So it's just the alter ego. You know what I mean? Because think about it, man. When you're on stage, man, you're not you, or you are you. So I amp <laughs> okay. it up a little. But yeah, but you can't be you. 100% of the time. Yeah, 24 hours a day. Oh, so. I agree with that. So he's just, he's just being that character Drake, right. you know? What's his real name? Like Calvin or something like that? Aubrey. Yeah, something like that. Aubrey? I think it was something like, like Drake's broad, his middle name. Like the broad right. from Parks and Rec? Yeah. Holy shit, he's got yeah. as bad as a Jamie. He's a boy named Sue, just like the rest of us. Boy named Sue. Um, 
I got stuck like about a year ago. My boy Shuli and I were doing a road gig, and we did not realize, because we're stupid, how far DC is. <laughs> how we're, far DC is? Yes, driving-wise. So we had a DC gig, and we couldn't, <laughs> we, the budget did not allow us to get an opening <laughs> act. <laughs> they are, and they already had an opening act for us, a local dude, which is always fun when the local dude, because you have no idea what they're going to do for you. Oh, let me tell you something about, look, oh my God. Here's the thing, the, 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 the problem with local acts is that they do local jokes mm -hmm. and kill. And kill, right. Yeah, exactly. You go, hey, who are you from, Route 5? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I saw you at Iowa, right. Piggly Wiggly. How's your mom? Shit, I don't yeah, even know right, about that. Right. Oh, man, I can't believe you bought that shirt from, you know, from Joe Schmo's outlet. Oh, my God, remember that? Oh, it happened last Tuesday. Blah, yeah. this guy's amazing. And then you get up there and you try to do it. doesn't work. Right, you exactly. know what I mean? Yes. Where are you from? I'm from Route 5. <laughs> Crickets. Where the fuck is Route 5? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I'm, and I'm horrible because I usually don't know what city I'm in, technically. What I town? lost my headset. Hold oh, oh but, but you get that. Uh, hold on. You can keep talking. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. But it's like, I'll be like, hey, uh, it's good to be here in Brick Township. No, we're Brick City. Oh, uh, shut the fuck. Just right. relax. I don't care. No I'm going to be in a car going back home. I'll still be in a story tonight. Just give me my money. Um, <laughs> well, that's a little too real. But um, we got a Stern fan to drive us because she used to help out with the uh, block party when we were like Motley Crue. And then last year, we had to take a step back. It became more like Black Flag in 81. It was just like, get a fan to drive us, and hopefully we get paid out. And well, wait a minute, I have questions, if yes. you don't mind. Please, All right. Wally. All right, so uh, this gig, where was it at? Um, I want to say it's Jammin' Java, technically somewhere in Virginia. Okay. But you know, I mean, all that is D.C. Okay. That area of Virginia. It wasn't that far from Langley, because I remember driving by on the freeway oh, wow. where it said Langley, and, and Shuley wakes me up and goes... Let's Homeland this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> for those of you not familiar with Homeland, it's Jason Bourne. Yes. And um, so, yeah. Okay. That's what it was. So, was it a comedy club or was it like some kind of. They do venues there, but um, there was a. We got there a little early and ate, and which, God bless that place. They feed you. You want more? It's not the healthiest options living in New York City. So, you're not getting your kale smoothie. So, let's just <laughs> break it to you. But. For one day, hot dogs. Oh, do you want a little liquor in your, your shake? Why the fuck wouldn't not? Yes. <laughs> right. It was amazing. They treat us like kings, but uh, there was an acoustic act. There's a sweet lady, not our demographic at all. Wow. So uh, th her fans probably could not stay for us. Right. And yeah, yeah big shock. I mean, she, I mean, she was- On your stern tour? <laughs> oh, God. With these, some of these maniacs, God bless them. She, she's there like doing Tori Amos covers. Exactly. And, and there's going to be at least six fisting jokes coming up in an hour. And so uh, <laughs> on the way there, so this fan, she's a sweetheart. But she's a young girl. And a lot of young, young girls, young people in general I'm meeting now, hate to sound like that salty old dude, but it happens, are either fully immersed in old music or don't want anything to do with it. Mm -hmm. And once a song's three weeks old, oh, you like that old shit? Yeah, yeah. What, you mean that Katy Perry song you were singing up to eight minutes ago? Yeah, that was old. Yeah. Now I'm on to the next one. It's insane. Yeah. So she played the Drake album mm. for me and Shuli. And Shuli's a seeker, man. Shuli's always looking for new hip-hop. He was he was down with, like, uh, Action Bronson before anyone else was. Like, dude, you gotta listen to this dude. Like, playing all this cool shit. And she's like, no, no that's no good. Try this. That Drake album's probably only 55 minutes long. And that drive is like five hours. I our story when we tell it, we sound like the old man fishing. Like that Drake album, seventeen and a half hours, and it was dreadful. We wanted to punch ourselves in the head. He's a great man. The one thing I gave him props to, and I don't know how he came up with this, he gives a shout out to my hometown. Hmm. He says Gucci Row like UNLV. I'm fucking up the line because I didn't care much, but I I then started punching Shuli. I'm like Gucci Row. How? Wait a minute. He's like born in ninety something. 
right? How is young he? is his no, butt? No, I think he's a little older than that. Well, he was. He couldn't even formulate sentences probably when when Gucci Row mattered. Uh, you know, people don't know this. Yeah, I don't I'm know. From Vegas. I'm one of those people. Yeah. We used to be the hottest college basketball. I might say this: next to the Lakers, we were the hottest team in the world. That's true. You were. You I were. mean, they were like watching a pro game. I just watched that documentary on HBO again, and that's probably where it happened. Where Drake learned it. Uh-huh. Gucci Row was the seats they added because the games would sell out in Vegas uh-huh. in the Thomas and Mack Center, and they'd add seats next to the benches. Okay. And just go boop boop boop, big money. Uh, big money and it was all the creme de la creme back mm. before all corporations ran Which, Vegas. you know what can I say this yes. I'm, I'm going to digress about this. this is the problem digress. I have with college basketball do mm-hmm. the players see any of that money no but the, the, they just they're the O'Bannon thing just happened what they're, they're unionizing. going to start getting money O'Bannon thing um, players are, are entitled I think in the initial th- statement they said the court said is you can start getting paid I think you can accumulate money and they'll pay you after. Like an is what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Thank I, you. I actually yes. don't know how I feel because is, is it going to hurt other college sports that don't generate cash? Are, Possibly. Are schools then going to be like, fuck you, swim team. You don't make us any money. I think it should be a cap, though. Well, you know, I mean, I think they, should, they get some kind of stipend, but let it be capped. I don't think it should be percentage of the school because like, some schools make stupid amount of money and some right. people just don't make money at all. I really think there should be a cap. They, they make a, that amount. So, right. so at least they got out of college, they, they played basketball, they gave the blood, sweat, and tears for at least something. But yes. then, what, then colleges are like signing high school kids. We'll pay you this amount to play for us, or no, 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 no. See that? Then, then it starts getting crazy. But right? we're getting and close to that. With it's, yeah. We, we, or jersey sales. You, if someone buys your that jersey, you get you get a percentage. So the the Power Five conferences are basically breaking away. That they've been fearing that for a while, and then there was just a decision. What that they just made a move like a week or two ago ago on that is that they're basically going to make their own rules now. And part of that's going to probably be yeah, we can throw money. Um, and so Ugh. here's another. Here's the first domino to fall. You're, yes. You were worried about, and then we'll bring on our guest. Just so everyone knows, Lucas Conley's coming on. Very interesting story. Um, basically went around high schools in Florida telling kids, doing assemblies, not to do drugs. Fascinates me. Oh, he was telling out. me as I was pounding beer one night. I'm like, mm. oh, you got to do another <laughs> shot? Oh, that's not you got to help the kids? Oh, give me another shot, sweetheart. I'm about to do a podcast uh, at the creek. So um, so we'll, we'll do this real quick, and we'll bring on we'll, uh, Lucas. We'll have our diabetes break, and then we'll bring on our guest. Um, yeah, diabetes, it happens, Wally. Diabetes? Diabetes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's all right. We'll, ca- we'll catch you to steam, Wally. Yeah, thank you. Um, please. <laughs> Well, you're worried about like the rowing team. That doesn't mean no one doesn't generate. It only it costs them money. Yeah. You should be worried about women's schools that aren't in those power conferences. Right. University of uh, Hawaii has been solid. Not ever good, good. Always good enough to make their shitty bowl, win seven games. Right. Fun to watch at two in the morning East Coast time when you come home because they're playing because it's like noon in Hawaii. Um, <laughs> it's yesterday. Probably going to get rid of their team. It's they're, they're leaning towards it doesn't make financial sense anymore, and that's probably because they realize they won't be able to compete. Right. To get any kind of quality player, they're going to have to spend money right. with this potential thing. I guarantee you that had something to do with it. Now I didn't read full articles, so someone's going to hit me up on SoundCloud going, "You're a dumb, uneducated son of a bitch." <laughs> but read which, the whole article, which isn't you know. We had we had an episode where we spoke yes, about this, it was a great and the, the points that that really stuck with me were the colleges that well, I think colleges should do is full medical coverage for the rest of your life, life. They cover because you're risking your body. That's Let's true. say you blow out your knee or That's something true. happens, 
and free education from that school for the rest of your life. So if you want to go back, finish your degree, get a master's, get a something. Well, that works. Yeah, I like that. So I, I, because at the end of the day, student athletes can't focus on their education if they right. want to do the athletics right, and most of them aren't turning pro. Right. So they leave. We're like, ah, I just focused on basketball the whole time, and now I don't really have an education that I could bank on. Right. Let me come back and focus on, you know, something. Right. I, g- I gave you my blood, sweat, and right. tears. You know what I mean? And now, it doesn't cost them anything to do that. It no. doesn't co- an extra person in the class, like, come on. Yeah. Or they should be allowed to major in sports. That's an idea that Jalen Rose has been saying. Because that's what you're bringing them there for. You don't give it. They didn't give a goddamn University of Kansas about Andrew Wiggins' is education. They don't care if he mm. learns about the war of 1812. Do you think they really care about that? No. They care about him scoring 18 and grabbing 12 rebounds. That's right. That was my wonderful mind. Just going, working that quick, going, that's what you know I can what? do with it. You you took credit for the joke even before the laughter yeah, came I didn't out. Like the laughter. I don't need the laughter. I just need the art to come out there. You didn't, you didn't let it stew. You didn't let it, like, you know, get out there and kind of, like, just Stu marinate. Stu can jump in a lake, bro. He's like, yeah, I did that. I did that. I did that. 18, 12. That's all they cared about. 18 and 12, which he did not necessarily do. All right, let's take a break. We'll bring in Lucas. This is wonderful. We got Wally, the hey. hand of the Kings, drinking his iced coffee. Uh, we're gonna, Double jerking off right there. Really weird. I wish there was a live video feed of this. It's that's, insane. That's next. It's next time, mm-hmm. you know, and then we'll win past Canada. Mm. Greenland. <laughs> Greenland. We're coming for you, Greenland, which we know is a lie. It's all a shill job. It's full of ice. You lying. Stu nods. Okay, we'll see in a little bit. All right, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pee also. All right, let's get the diabetes out. These Very are, good. These are great mics. My brother, whatever. Yeah, you these like. are great. Thank you. Just also make sure to stay in front of it. Like if you turn. They're yeah. fucking oh, good ass mics, okay. son. Yeah, but you're, yeah. Stop, you go. I'm just hungry. I'm a piece of garbage. Yeah, man. I was just gonna ask you more about this suit. So, what your whole, your whole budgeting thing, which I think is pretty incredible. So you give yourself for the day. You give yourself what you said. How much did you? Say? Oh no, you lot it. First you said ten dollars to eat, and then what did you say after that? And then I was like, I'm gonna spend twenty to thirty dollars. So I grabbed thirty dollars. Right. And I got there. And it was thirty dollars. I was like, oh, I did it. Right. And I have a couple extra dollars, like of like singles on me from right. the day before. Right. 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 So, so I was like, I think I got this. I was so. I was like, if not, I'm just gonna grab a suit jacket and not grab a suit. Right, right. Because I have probably some. Which 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 goodwill is this? Dude, the one on Seventy Second. I once got a pair of jeans there. Seventy Second and what? Uh, well, I just got my belt through the Broadway and Amsterdam. I gotta go by there now. I can see. I check. got a pair of pants there, the jeans, that cost three hundred dollars. Okay. Normally. Retail, right? Yeah, Retail. At that thrift store? At that thrift store. <laughs> what Literally thrift store is this? went and Googled it on eBay to see how much I could sell them for. It was like $150. I got them for, it was 30% off and it was $12. I got them for eight bucks and I could have literally just put a tag on them and sold them immediately. Did you? I just no, I did it. I thought about it. <laughs> um, it's kind of like I'm trying to lose weight and they're like, whoa, they're. They almost fit. Yeah. Right. Mm, good and incentive. So it's kind of like, oh, look, right. I'm going to have these sick, expensive <laughs> pants if I can just lose. <clears throat> Who makes them? J something. It's like a Z. J dash something. Jordash? Maybe. <laughs> something. I don't know, man. <laughs> Turn around, bright eyes. 
got a weird buzz. I need my text to my woman to not go through. So now I don't even know what to do, but I have like a, a suit jacket. It just isn't iron. And I was like, I need another one, I guess. What do you need a suit jacket for? Um, I'm doing the Creek Awards. I'm supposed to be talking on stage. Ah, so. I think I got I got nominated. I see. Are you gonna be there? <laughs> I think I'm gonna go because I got nominated. What is it, Creek Awards? The yeah. Creek Awards. What's the Creek Awards? The Creek in the Cave just make a and they just made an award show. <laughs> they just made up awards. What categories though? Like, I was like uh, best industry hang. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not out of something two. like that. Um, they just make up their own like. Best beard, best, I don't know. So what's your, what's your number? I'm, I'm actually really happy about it. I'm nominated for best guest host. I'm like, yay, Very at nice. least it's stand-up. You know? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> well, I kind of did. I guess it's, You got a couple, These no? are very respectful. I, uh, very, it's very nice of Rebecca. So I canceled this road gig tomorrow. It was good money. And now I, I'm going to, when we get done, I'm going to hit up the, the warm-up thing I'm supposed to do tomorrow because I haven't heard confirmation. So for some reason I get fucked, which happens in warm-up, then... I'm just going to be at the award show and I'm going to drink from the jump and not give a fuck. I think and I'm going to wear a tux. Well, then I'll have to go to Goodwill too if this shit happens. <laughs> right. But I mean, nothing, nothing, no disrespect. I'd like to just show up at one like I was planning and just having fun with you all after. What time does it start? After fucking making a paycheck. Um, mm. It starts at what, eight? Oh, right carpet's like at 6.30. Yeah, so it starts at 6. I have, I have a spot, so I have to do that first. So I'm going to be showing up late anyways. Yeah, this thing's 6 to midnight if it happens. I don't know where the fuck it's at either. Probably in Tempe. Just joking. It's not the creek? No, this thing I'm doing. <laughs> oh. I wish I was doing warm-up for the awards. That'd be fucking easy. There you go. Hey, look at you. Anyway. And your Goodwill shirt. <laughs> what an opener yeah. that be. Yeah, we got to get going. Ben, Benji's got to go. He's got to go be in the VIP tent, drinking Red Bulls for free. Motherfucker. <laughs> giving you the business. I'm giving you the business. All uh, business, baby. All business, all the time. K-Business. The number one radio. Man, I would have been a good cheesy radio guy. Perfect for it. Shit, I'm blowing up. Okay. It, yeah, you, you sound like a morning zoo guy. Yeah, and I hate that. It's <laughs> another reason why I had to get rid of Mad Dog. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is Mad Dog. The morning and zoo. And the Bushman. <laughs> That's who my sidekick would have been, the Bushman. Morning zoo. Mean? Morning zoo. Oh, because he got a good air like a ball. That's as good as 18 and 12, Wally. Yes, that was. That was, that was as good as the war of 1812. <laughs> the, the war of 18 points and 12 line. rebounds. <laughs> Um, wow. This is still lost for life. Shit. See, that's now I got radio in my head. There's no need to, to do that head? in Pado. Yes. I have radio head. I'm a creep. Um, there's no need to reset in the middle of a podcast. They know what the fuck they're listening to. But gotcha. what are you going to do? Um, Lucas Conley, everybody. This is a wonderful, the funny comedian who has an amazing story. Um, very fascinating. Um, was just talking about trying to buy something. Do you want to tell the story about Goodwill fucking with you? Because <laughs> it's in my head now. I think you've got to right. tell the people, then we'll ease into to why you're here. All right, so I'm a man on a budget. Uh, <laughs> I'm an addict, and I will spend and spend and spend, and I can't stop. So You what can't I, stop. I can't stop. A shopping so, addict or a spending money addict? Yeah, just anything. Anything that I think can give me some kind of little bit of pleasure, I will overdo. Food? Mm. Food, man. Uh, Women? Women, dude, my, you know, I got Tinder, Grinder, Hinge, Swoosh. I have every app on my phone. Wow. Like, you know, like. Everyone. <laughs> wow. I didn't Most of them. Grinder, you know, just to make myself feel pretty. And, uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> your stats are low. Yeah. Keep yourself yeah. busy. <laughs> Got to get back to 18, 12. Right. Yeah, get back to, yeah. Are you averaging 18 or 12 a game? That's the standard now, Lucas. If you can't, you can't be on the podcast. Wally gets it done. Benj gets it done. I'm more an assist guy. I'm Chris Paul. <laughs> 12 assists, baby. Oh, baby. 15. Setting picks. 50. Oh, I said a pick like a son of a bitch. Um, oh, so go on. All right. So I will. I have money that my roommate will give me at the beginning of the week. And then I will take the money and I will only be able to spend like $20 a day. Wow. In New York City. In New York wow. City. Wow. Wait, he gives it to you in order so you don't just blow all your money at once? Exactly. Wow. I've seen relationships like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, baby, I'm leaving. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to be good today? Here's your 20. Mm-hmm. Yes, baby. <laughs> Did something Three happen that you had to set up that type of arrangement with your roommate? You're like, I can't trust myself anymore after I just... Blew a thousand dollars on sunglasses or something. <laughs> yeah, right. I bought <laughs> and a bag of Cheetos that out here is really good and some Skittles. <laughs> I bought, they're imported, man. I bought a two thousand dollar gaming laptop. There you right? go. But it was it a was, gaming laptop. But it was on sale. I don't game. But it was on right. sale. <laughs> you don't play video games. I don't. I, I, well, you didn't I have the laptop. Little, to I do. don't play enough to own a thing that's that nice. Right. You know, like I was like. Well, I just want to do a little video editing, you know, maybe do a little graphic design on it. I could have bought a four hundred dollar computer for that. So it was like, wow. all right, here you go. Because I just like, I've been doing the drug fi- in in the drug field for a while, and they pay pretty well. So mm. now you just get money, Got and you're like, drug money, right? <laughs> it's you just get this money, and I don't know what to do with it. Wow. All right. I'm getting scared now because you went from computer to drug thing. So you kind of have to like explain that because I'm, right. I'm like, what? Yes. So that's the good transition. Right. Yeah, no, I'm just. Huh? So I got sober when I was 18 years old. 18. Yes. A lot of cats do that. Man. Well, hold on. Wait. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. You got sober 18. And so you were like an you... addict at what? 16? Yeah, and 15 and 14. What? And this is down south. Let's get to some background. You grew right. up where? So I grew uh, I was I was born in Buffalo, New York. Okay. I was raised there, and the, my parents were incredibly poor. We lived in the, the black neighborhoods what, in Orchard? Buffalo. Um, God, I'm thinking about where it is. No, it was, it was near the college because my mom was adjuncting. Okay. All right? So my mom gets a tenure position in Laramie, Wyoming. Okay. And so we move, and Moving I— on up. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we moved to Wyoming wow. from being me being in like a kind of like a street kid yes. to okay. this place where people are like, boy, howdy, mama and papa, right, like right. those kind of people. And so it gets boring real quick up there. Without yeah. a question. Okay. How old are you when you moved? I moved there when I was eight. Okay. Okay. Everyone I knew from Wyoming, because I grew up, you know, in the West and in the mountains and all that nonsense, the Mountain West, whatever you want to talk about. And um, Wyoming people drink and fight. Them in, in Montana, same thing. Oh, and they yeah? wear cowboy hats. Wear cowboy hats, They're drink. like the Irish of America? Pretty much. Four trucks all the time. Hmm. Everything, everyone just gets the biggest four truck they can get where they can't even climb into it. I'm not bullshitting you. This is what happens. Parts of Oregon's like this, too. So you go there, and it's... Um, yeah, there's nothing to do, and so I'm guessing drugs probably run rampant. Rampant, because it's the only college town. Okay. So uh, every kid in the state mm. of Wyoming, you can go to that school for really, really cheap. Right. Uh. But now it's the first time they're away from mama and daddy, and then they start drinking a, a crazy amount. 
Yes. And then all of a sudden, just like, do you want to try Coke? And they're like, plastered. They're like, hmm? And now we have a, that guy now. Yes. Wow. And so when did you start picking it up? When I was 14, I started like becoming a daily user. Okay. Coke? And, and Cocaine? Yeah, anything. I was 14. Like, a poly substance, crank, mushrooms. Yeah, crank's going to be popular up there. Yes, meth. Dude, all the cheap drugs. Wow. In, in Wyoming? Yes. Now, did you, you moved there, what, 11? Nine. Uh, eight. 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 I was eight. Okay, so clearly, please, I mean, we won't judge you if you answer this another way, but uh, <laughs> you, you weren't touching anything in Buffalo. You're too young for that, right? No. Okay. We wouldn't yeah. have judged you, but I would have, my heart would have stopped beating. Oh, if you started doing stuff if, like if it was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, I went from two well, beers a day right. in uh, upstate <laughs> no, to I think what five it, in Wyoming. No, I think he's saying is that when he went to Wyoming, there was really nothing stimulating. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, yo, you know, I, 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 I grew up in the hood. Here is like, uh, yeah. I need something. So I, I get it. All right, so go ahead. And uh, are you with a group of people that are doing this, or you're kind of like on your own? So my crew became the whitest trash kind of the version, the latchkey version of uh -huh. what Wyoming is. So it's trailer kids, basically. Wow, okay. So it's people that that parents are like hip, because in Wyoming people just run away. That's what people do in Wyoming. They run away or they were born there their whole life. Okay. So it's okay. like these parents that are like, do whatever you want. Just don't bring the cops over here so you can smoke <laughs> weed and you can drink and you can, you can try meth, you know what I mean? But they don't want you to do it all the time. And wow. Wow, wow, you could try. Think about any of your parents Dude. saying, "Oh yeah, do it. Just don't bring the cops here. Go ahead and try meth, Wally. <laughs> Benji, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> this guy down the street will sell you rock. Yeah, just try it. Try some meth. Yeah, what are you doing? You bored? Oh, you don't. You don't practice today? <laughs> hey, go go. Little League's canceled. All right, go, go get some rock. Dude, do a line. What, uh, what happened at 18 that you became sober? So when I was 18, bottom. I I got. A scholarship in the University of Wyoming. You got a scholarship oh, wow. in the University of Wyoming. Straight A's wasted. Wow. Right? Wow. Straight A's wasted. This go. is so right? why you ever tech stop. This is so why'd you get sober. All right. So I first time in my life, no curfew, no supervision. And it was like at the University of Wyoming. Yeah. So I went to the dorms uh -oh. and I was like, oh. I can just not show up for class, and now I can do drugs during that time. Right, okay. So I started doing all these drugs. I get arrested. I go, I get kicked out of school. I try to move in back with my parents. By now, I'm full, full addicted. Wow. Like, You're stealing. drugs every day? Every day. You have no money, so you, what, you're no stealing money. from your family? You've already stole from your family at yep. 18. Yes. I've, oh, I've been stealing for years, but mm -hmm. this is becomes real stealing. And they don't have much to steal, right? You said they were poor. Not, and this is the thing. What had happened is my mom had became an ad, became, was, went from an adjunct professor to a tenured professor to a director of women's studies. So oh. money started picking up. So, sorry. Yeah, so yeah. it went from me being like, hey, we're eating really cheap you know, all week to being like, Hey, we're gonna go to Denver every couple of months. Wow! Mm. Like, it, like it was like a, just a change of like the way. Sure, certainly. And so, what you're being able to take is a lot better at that point. Yes. Oh my good, which is not good for the habits you've developed. No. And the thing is, I was messing around with scumbags that were poor. Right. So what happened is, like, I got my graduation money, and like I bought bottles and bottles of oxycodone, bottles and bo like, like hundreds of hits of acid. 
ounces and ounces of mushrooms just being like Whoa. right because i already had the low life dealers not the like hey i'm gonna rip off white people dealers <laughs> you know what i mean like fucking like real i didn't know that was a subculture yeah. oh, of absolutely dealers. you went to like <laughs> this is amazing this story is incredible keep right. going man i'm like yes i got my hands on yeah, my chin like right. and then what happened sir <laughs> wally didn't know what he's getting into today it's just like wally what are you doing tomorrow and, uh, all right i'm free yeah, i'll see you boys i love exactly. that also it looks like you went to the costco of drugs you're like i'll take the thousand pack of that <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah exactly i got my membership exactly. card yeah. and to his credit it was the day before the rapture. He was just <laughs> preparing himself just in case he couldn't leave the house. All right, keep going, keep going, keep going. All right, so I, my parents kicked me out of the house. I go from being a scholarship kid in college to literally a couple weeks after being kicked out of school, being homeless. No kidding. Being oh my homeless, God. living on the streets of Wyoming. Winter's coming. Like, like... It's freezing out. I am doing this thing where I just show up to parties now, and I would just slam as much booze as I could. I wouldn't even know people there. You just go perusing around to find a random party. Yes. And then walk in and just say, hey, yeah, yeah, I know so-and-so. Boop. Boom. Just start downing vodka. Downing vodka and then just pass out on people's couches. Oh, my goodness. And I would break <laughs> into the dorm I was just previously at and sleep in the study rooms, and I would, like, walk all night and sleep in the library and I found myself it was freezing it was snowing outside I tried to get into the university I couldn't get into the university so I broke into my my mom's uh garage which was still freezing but it was at least it wasn't blowing snow right. on me yes and so my mom caught me early in the morning and she's like, hey, I'm going to get a restraining order against you. Jeez. Your own mother's going to keep you from going, going to your home. Thing. Right. She's like, you're going to get this restraining order or against you. Or where he you. grew up. Right. Or you can go away and you can go to rehab. And I was broke. Hmm. Um, can I say, I wish people could see the picture of me. I'm like 100 pounds heavier right now than what I looked then. Mm. 100 pounds heavier. 100 pounds heavier. I went into a doctor once. I was 130 pounds. Right. The doctor looks at me goes out and goes and talks to my mom is like oh, you know he is like 40 pounds underweight right wow yeah because you're what about 510 uh 511 yeah yeah you gotta be a buck 70 something at mm -hmm. least my dude i'd even get you to buck 80. Oh, i'm way heavier than that and that that's all right i'm fat and uh <laughs> <laughs> it's better yeah. than the opposite right crying out loud all right so okay so now you had your choices here yes. so now you're sleeping in your mother's garage and she says homeless. to you no right money. homeless had to break into your own place yeah let's yeah. analyze that for a second that's desperation you Ma right. wouldn't let you in. You have to break in. Right. Because yeah. it's still your home in your head, but it isn't in hers. Right. Because right. she this, doesn't like what you're doing. This garage is not attached to the house. This is a non-heated, non-thing. It's in oh. the backyard, you mm -hmm. know? This is not So like this, this is basically just shelter, really. This right. is just a shelter, and I'm sleeping on concrete. Wow, man. All right, so what did you do? So <laughs> I'm so into right. this. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. Wally this excited right. since draft day right. with the Celtics. So, it's unbelievable. My parents separated when I was when I was like maybe 11. Okay. One of my moms, she's the uh, director of women's studies and like a kind of like a politician, right? And the other mm. mom is a drug and alcohol therapist, uh, and they oh. and she moved to Florida. So the thing was, I'm going to wait Florida. A minute, wait a minute. You said other mom. His 
Your father's. Oh, father's. oh, oh, oh okay. sorry, no, no. stepmom. Actually, no. Uh, lesbian moms. Great. Uh, we could not <laughs> dust that over, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's something that wow. needs to be. Honest, honest, when I do the speaking at schools, you're welcome, Wally. Thank you're welcome you. to be invited into this party. Right. When I do speaking at schools, I really try to skim over the gay part because kids will yeah, zoom gonna... into. Oh, he's raised by gays. This is the reason why he does drugs. Uh, this is the thing, and it this it, like mm, the, the religion and the, oh, all this but, kind of thing gets involved. They go, oh, he was traumatized. Sure. The thing. My parents, so smart professors, and you know MSWs. These are strong, independent women that Certainly. are fine. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did their best they could. It has nothing to do with that. And we know? we of course have no yeah, but right. it's it. I, and I get not telling the kids that. Yeah. Especially when you tell them that you were in what rural parts of Florida and that Miami, right, exactly, was, yeah, some closed-mindedness. Um, with us though, it's part of the story. We like right. getting the whole story oh, here, yes. so that's that is wow. fascinating. So right. you're wow. Okay, they adopted you. you. I'm artificially inseminated. Get out of here. First, first one on, dude, on the your, show. Your yeah. story is like Get amazing. This. Get this. I am the first in the state of New York, maybe, or in the first 10 to have two women on a birth certificate. Ooh. Ever. That deserves one of these boys. Right? My moms are. One of women. us. <laughs> one in a kind. One of right. a kind. My, my mom is on NPR on a regular basis for fresh air. She has the most words in the Laramie Project. Wait a minute. What's she, her name? Kathleen Connolly. So I'm Lucas Connolly. She's Catherine Connolly. She, oh uh, Jean Garofalo played her in the Laramie Project on an HB, HBO movie. This is unbelievable. You know, this, this is, I was about you know, to say, when's the movie coming out? But I guess I missed it. <laughs> but that's that's Laramie. Yeah, yeah. Pro that's Matthew Shepard. That's a yes. whole nother that's story. You know. Oh my god. So, so I moved. So I know be, being raised by being raised by them, it's like I got moved to Florida, and the thing was. No drugs, no alcohol, going to meetings on a regular basis. You got moved to what? They sent rehab was in Florida? Basically, they were like, hey, you have a choice of going to rehab, basically, with your mom. Okay. Like, it wasn't like an official rehab yet. Right. All it right. It was just, hey, just go to Florida. You're going to get sober there. With teacher mom or? With, with, with therapist, therapist mom. mom. Therapist mom. Okay. And I show up there, and after two months of me just relapsing every couple of days, yeah. I get sent into a psych ward. Wow. And I am stuck in that psych ward and both of and then they talk to me and they go, "Hey, Lucas, you're not going to go. You're not going to We're not letting you back into either of our houses. You have a choice. You can be homeless now in Wyoming where I know no one." In Wyoming? In, no, or in, in Florida. In Florida. Yes. Right. Or you can go to rehab. And that's when I went to rehab. Mm. They wow. don't really have options at that point. Yeah, right. No. But what goes through your head? Because I have a family. We we, we have we have a share of, of addicts, unfortunately, and uh, I've been a part of like a uh, intervention in that, and it's very tough. Like I always wonder what goes through your head when your family is trying to save you. Initially, like how much makes sense to you? How much of it is just all right? I have nowhere else to go. Let's try this. See, I feel like a lot of it was in the beginning was just being like. I just thought they were ignorant. Your mm. that your moms were ignorant. I was like, if they had just let me smoke weed in the house, I wouldn't be just popping pills, so you wouldn't know I was I smelt mm. so bad. Mm. Like I, I literally thought everything was like uh, this thing of you making me not be able to do drugs that caused all these problems, basically. So I literally just was like, if it wasn't for them, 
not allowing me to get wasted every day. Yes. Yeah. It would be, or they had, and also they had never done any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So you don't understand. You don't get it. If you did this too, but you would get you it. But did you think you had a problem? I, I did a few times. Like I was like, that's not the right thing to do. I shouldn't be stealing. I shouldn't be mm-hmm. selling drugs to twelve-year-olds. I shouldn't be. You know what I mean? I shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Oh, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, were, a lot they of, weren't even asking. Like, yeah. Hey, get over here, kid. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? I'm going to school, <laughs> Mister. You should be doing crack. Fuck right. no, school. No, it was like, oh, uh, hey, uh, you have Adderall? You like it? Oh no. That like that kind of thing. I'm like, have you ever smoked weed? Wow. Like that kind of thing. I was like, I'll just give you weed for your. Right. Your pills, you know. I wow. mean, like, and when you feel bad doing it, how long does that last? Till it's like, um, I'm high. Who Ten cares? minutes. That's it. You know what I mean? Boom. You know, like the worst part was waking up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, you man. wake up the next day. You wake up the next day, and so that, you need you needed Folgers, dude. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> I did. Literally, I loaded up my bathroom with all the closet with a pipe. And usually a bottle and some maybe pills. And so every morning, uh, the 10 seconds of walking over to the bathroom was incredibly horrible because I'd try to like, reflect upon what just happened. And then I'd go, boom, gone. All right. So here's the question, though, because I always ask addicts this. What was your trigger? Because there's always something that triggers people to go right into, you know, I got to escape from this. See, like, I don't know. I love it. I don't think I don't think of triggers like, like right. I. I've been doing therapy talk for a long time, and right. the idea of being like, I don't know. There's yeah. nothing. I just love the sensation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't like go. Like I hear people like, I see the color orange, and it just reminds me of needles. Like right, I don't, right, right, that doesn't. Right. Well, that would be an interesting trigger. No, yeah, that'd yeah. be bad. You hear that? You heard that in rehab? People would say, "What are your triggers?" And they like, the color. The you color, know, color orange. orange. And I was like, "Come on." So you'll never get vitamin C now. Right. Right. It leads you to the H. Right. Carrots. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Oh, an argument with my girlfriend. I'm like, oh, come on. Wow. Okay. But you weren't like depressed or trying to self-medicate to block something out. It was just, hey, this is more fun than not doing it. Y- yeah. I, I like sometimes I think I was depressed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think a lot of things. But at the end of the day, I could have figured out other ways of getting yeah. help. Yeah. I was a smart kid. I got A's. Clearly, you know. Yeah. What I mean, yeah. I could Wasted. do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. Yeah. So sober, what what you had a, like a four six GPA? So I get sober uh, in this. I go from detox, I go to treatment, and then uh, my parents won't give me any money. Won't give you nothing when you get out of no rehab. I get a, but, I, I start, but they paid for your rehab. They paid for my rehab, which is not cheap. Unfortunately. No, no, abs- it was it's the best thing and the nicest thing and the coolest thing they've ever done, and it's yes. amazing. And I'm incredibly grateful for it. But after I was done. I lived in a, in a disgusting halfway house that used to be a crack house oh, in oh. Wyoming mm. with cockroaches. And they I, were on drugs too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. When they clean up, it's, it's a bad sight. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a rough sight. Right. You should see those meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Little chairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, go ahead. So I I worked as a bellhop. Get out! Really? I worked as a bellhop in this old. Like kind of haunted hotel. Oh wow. my goodness! And I did that forty hours a week for oh, wow. for, for two, tips for tips. 
in was, Wyoming, which no offense to the great state you're of Wyoming. Wyoming you're not I was in Florida. Oh, that's a Florida. All right, Florida. The tips will be better. <laughs> Much better. Working for tips in Wyoming. Good luck, my friend. I, I like I like how you say no offense. You don't want to offend Wyoming. Meanwhile, <laughs> like what twenty minutes ago, like everybody in Wyoming. Right. <laughs> but they're not gonna take offense. To, yeah, we're not gonna drink whiskey and fight, son. We drive four trucks, bitches. But that's not that's not offensive. But you're talking. You're gonna yeah. say they're cheap. That's, what are you saying? True. I don't tip. I tip when I get good service. I want my food before I order it. You oh, literally. Can you what? The only thing they would be arguing about, asshole. <laughs> they would only thing they would argue if they heard that they'd be like, "Yeah, that's true, but don't forget Subaru Outbacks." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's the other car. They get offended, it's not complete. Yeah. Okay, so wait, I have so many questions, man. All right, so now you're saying that the really. <laughs> Why? I'm having a blast. Oh. <laughs> We're the best. It's the best. The show's getting better every fucking week. That's what I love about it. So, okay, so you're saying that uh, it's, it's not a trigger, but you just love getting high. So then what's stopping you from getting high? You're saying you just love doing you just love doing it. You know what I mean? It's like it's like um, I love music. You know, I love jazz music. You know what I mean? And sure I could be addicted to jazz music to a point, you know, I just go out and listen to jazz and blah blah blah. But then something, you know, it's like saying I gotta stop listening to jazz music because it's messing up my life. But I really enjoy jazz music. So how do, how do you differentiate? You know, this is too much. This is this is cool. You know what I mean? Have you ever been institutionalized for a long period of time and they won't let you go and they shake because you listen to too much jazz music? That's, you know, that's relative because right. I've been in college. I was in a dorm. I got locked in with my roommate. So, right. <laughs> but no, no. I just, okay. So you say that it is kind of over, over whatever. The uh, worst feeling in the entire world is detoxing. Okay. It's unbelievable. I spent years trying not to detox. Okay. So when you detox, you become you like you are like literally. It's like you're a child again. Okay. And you're going through all the pain and the the like you don't ever want to go through it again. Right. Why do you say you're like a child again? Cuz I don't feel like I matured at all. Since I was 14, I just was like I didn't think about Growing You were up. never neverland basically. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of like reality as a thing. I I literally was there and I started feeling feelings and I like like my mom would cry in front of me and like I would go, "Oh yeah, that's Real. This is real now. But see, but those, aren't those triggers then? Because that's what you want to get away from, right? Yeah, but now, but the thing is, I know if I go back, I'm going to have to do as much drugs, and then I'm going to be out of money again, and I'm going to have to detox again. Mm. Right. But I'm Okay, so, but I'm saying, like, if you're in a situation where um, you're having a good time, drugs come along, or your mom's crying, or you're in an uncomfortable situation, are, do, do you handle it? As like a sober person, or you handle it as you know, what I'm saying, how do you handle that then? Oh, I absolutely hang, handle it like a sober person. If it happens, I literally I'm like, oh wow, I need to, for one, I need to go and check my motives. I start doing all the therapeutic stuff. Like I have to handle it in a different, complete way. Yeah. Of how I look at things. So the reason why you stopped because you didn't want to sleep in the garage. I stopped because I hated. I, I was stuck in a psych ward for three weeks. So it wasn't the garage, it was the psych ward? It was the psych ward, man, dude. Dude, and I just knew if I did drugs, it, I would be back. Okay. Wow, that's interesting. I've, I mean, in the past, that's how they tried to get people off drugs. Like, uh, Iggy Pop, one of his, like, you know, famous um, cleanups was they, Bellevue. 
I believe mm-hmm. they put him in Bellevue for a while. They put him in a straitjacket? I think they put Iggy in a straitjacket. Do you think that is an effective way to deal with addicts, or there's a better detoxing program that's perhaps not as painful? Or do you need the pain in order to scare people away? So... Right now, I work at, at a, um, a halfway house. That's mm-hmm. my my day gig when I'm not on the road, which they're so accommodating and so nice to me, and they'll let me do any classes I want, any of that kind of stuff. They're great. But there's people there, and they're on Suboxone, mm. and they're not detoxing. Explain mm-hmm. Suboxone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Suboxone is this new thing that basically blocks the sensors of opiates, which is like heroin and pills, and you take this thing and it kind of gets you a little bit high but it also just if you shoot heroin you won't get high from it mm. what? So when you take it it just blocks the ability for you to actually think about heroin as an option wow so now there's just all these people that are on suboxone and they just get lightly dosed down for six seven months eight months by the end of it and then they, sometimes they get off of it and then they just use again right yeah. and then they go right back on suboxone for another year so you're saying the pain of doing it clean is almost necessary to stay away from it i don't i think everyone's experience is completely different but mine had to be like a smack in my face right, right. wow wow Man. And, it, and it's a, like a rich kid thing i don't Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think about. Hey, I'm gonna be out of drugs soon. I should go get Suboxone to keep me, you know, going for a while. Right. Cause you're like living color, baby. You ain't no glamour boy. <laughs> I'm fierce. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Let's transit. Oh, what were you gonna say? Well, well no, I, I did, I, God, this is so fascinating. This is great. Yeah. So okay. So Suboxone. Yes. Is that addictive? Yes, because it's an opiate. Right. Oh, okay. So then the kids, the kids, but people who say, you know, I'm going to use, so I'm going to go back into rehab center. I just know that I'm going to get the Suboxone, so I'm still going to get a high no matter what. Right. So it's kind of like cyclical. Right. But the thing is, it's not the high they want. Right. And they're able to function. Mm -hmm. Like people on Suboxone work at jobs all day. Yeah. Mm. They, they show up. They do everything they need to. But is that wrong then? I mean, they're getting by. I mean, they're, they're, they're now... Part of the working week, they're part of the world. I mean, they're still on something, but then they they can't get on what they really want, right? It, right. it, it defeats its purpose. Yeah, it's like a like a pacifier or like a crutch or something. It's like it's not necessarily you you know basically dealing with your problems and situations on your own. It's like you're using. I mean, I can understand it. I mean, like there's some people who have like you know chronic like you know like pain yes. and whatever, and they have to to function. They have to take a pill, whatever, to kind of right. like function in society but i'm saying this situation is that if people most people and i'm not gonna say like you know i know everybody but i'm saying most people when they have problems they run to drugs or some kind of escape alcohol whatever to some some kind of escape so now working they're on subox suboxin yeah they're on suboxin and is basically it's almost like they're getting having their cake and eating it too they're getting that high but they're so so so, so somewhat fitting in society Right. My 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 personal opinion is yeah. it's not a, I don't think that's a great method yeah. for long-term treatment. Yeah. And that's there's psychiatrists that prescribe people to be on suboxone yeah. that for the rest of their life. Um, like it's not like it's just right. like yeah, this if you're a heroin addict, this is a great option for you. Wow. And I I just don't I don't know. I feel like that doesn't for one it doesn't seem healthy. Right. And and two, you're just you're just give, you're just treating you're just literally just being like here's a heroin from the government. Yeah, 
It's, well, it's like that methadone they did with yes. the... Yes, yeah. that's what I was going to ask. And then I want to transition to, you know, speaking to the kids and all that right. and doing the assemblies. But is... So is Suboxone basically the same thing as methadone? What's the difference? My, my mom was on methadone. Right. I grew up with her being on the methadone. And, I mean, there was debate in the family if that was better than her being on the heroin. I mean, I'm going to be blunt about that. We, right. You know, mm. there was debate. The problem with methadone and why it's not used as much anymore, okay. it's really not, is because people can just shoot heroin on top of it. Okay. Oh, get out. But this keeps you this, from you that. can't. It, it blocks a lot of it. Like, right. you could probably shoot heroin and you'd get a little bit, but it, would, you would, it wouldn't get you. The, like, if you're a junkie, it won't What you're get, looking for. Yeah, it won't get your rocks off. Interesting. Okay. So there's that argument over. All right. So now I have another so many questions. All right. So I did the yeah, I did the drug thing just to see, like, you know, because everyone was doing it. So I said, Oh, I guess this is what we do. But was this the, college? Yeah. And I was like, I just didn't get it. What is it? Is this that you just feel you just like you feel euphoric? You feel what is that feel? Like, you know what I'm saying? What do you feel? I, I guess the way I try to explain it to people. Like, not to the kids, but like people like ask, it's like, remember the first time you had sex? No, that, that was good. I'm a virgin. I haven't. No, I'm kidding. But like, remember the first, like, not the <laughs> first time you have sex, but the <laughs> first time it was good. Right. And then think about that idea being like, hey, you can't do that anymore. Like that's the. Ah, uh, okay. It's something you love doing. You're right. like, this is good. Right. This is what I want to be doing. Like that's right. the. It's the same thing with people that like love doing drugs. Right. Okay. So okay, it's kind of like the, when coke, uh, crack addicts say the bell, the ding. There's a ding. Yes. That first high, and then it's almost like they chase the bell. They Forever. Chase the ding. Mm. Ever. That's what they do. Yeah. First high, good high. Second high, shittier, and then it keeps getting worse and worse. Wow. It's insanity. You just keep doing the same thing, but you know what's gonna happen. You're like, oh, I'm gonna get high right now, and I'm gonna feel a little better, but I'm not gonna feel good enough. Mm. Wow. So it's do yeah. do do. I don't know if you know everybody, but it's people that you talk to when they get high is are they searching to try to get that ding that that. Yes. Oh, especially from crack. Yeah, and the and so now is it true that the the more intense it is, that they feel that they you know they need something stronger, because a friend of mine passed away uh, not too long ago, and um, it was four of them, and they're doing cocaine, and it was Jesus cut with Christ. yeah, and they, they it was cut with something else, and basically the hearts exploded yes. because yeah, yeah, it was yeah, that yeah, yeah because it's the, oh this is this right. this is going to get you get you high son this is going you know like and then the crazy thing was that when people found out what it was. People are trying to find out what is this? I want. How can you get it? Yes, right, dude. Like, remember, this is a couple years ago, but it was like someone was cutting fentanyl into heroin. What's fentanyl? Fentanyl is a much stronger opiate, and it's prescription. These opiates are out of control now. They're oh out of control. They're making new ones every six seconds. Here, here's oxyzupazu. <laughs> you want some of this? Is it better than codone? Yeah, oxyzupazu. I heard that's. <laughs> That's Zoop? I heard that's, I heard that's cheaper. Zoopazoo. <laughs> it's one dollar cheaper at Washington Square. Get that Zoop. You gotta tap the right. You gotta tap the right guy playing chess though. Right, right. I got, the, the I, got that, I got that Zoop. Son. I got I the Zoop Zoop. Yo, you got that Z Z Z Z Z Z. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right, we gotta get to this because we gotta start wrapping up. We gotta get Benj on the road, baby. We gotta we gotta get the studio open for the next one. Um. How did you fall into talking to the kids? Yeah. See, everything else is so fascinating. Yes. We could do seven parts with, with yeah. Lucas. Yeah, yeah. You, you could be like a mini-series. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> and uh, so, all right, so I'm, I get sober. I don't really have any, I don't know what I want to do because I'm 18. Yes. I don't have any money. So literally what I did is I started going to all the anonymous fellowships, just all of them, trying all of them. Right. And what I would do is I'd find similar topic meetings. Okay. So I'd go to one that would be like, 
on meditation. And I'd listen to one meeting and I'd share in it. And then later on that day, I'd go to another meeting on meditation and then I would share and I'd perfect it. I'd like cut out the, you know, just like how we all do when we're stand up. I'd cut out a chunk of stuff that didn't work. Right. You know what I mean? That I couldn't, you Got know what I mean? Filler. Like, yeah. like, you know what just I mean? meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. And then by the time I was at an eight o'clock uh, meeting, yeah. I was crushing. I'd have a laugh line. <laughs> I'd have a deep motivational oh. thing at the very end. And all of a sudden, you're like, this this 18-year-old, he's got it. This right. guy's got it. And then people would start asking me to go qualify and speak at meetings. So they'd be like, hey, can you come and do half an hour? Which to me was kind of like, let's do the best of you. Right. 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 So I take the best of the meditation times and the best of the hope sections and the best of like finding God sections. And I cut it down and cut it down and cut it down. And then I bring it to these places. And eventually somebody saw me and were like, hey, would you want to do this for high school students? You got discovered at a meeting. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. This is amazing. Meetings are like the open mics. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's and now, out you're, his now you're featuring yeah. right. at high schools. And, 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 and <laughs> he's closing now. Yeah, right. now he's hit. Oh, he's headlining. Oh, headline. headline. I'm going to be a star, kid. He said a half right. hour. What right. step are you on? You'll be a star. <laughs> Pass me a cookie and some punch. Right. So I start doing stand-up somewhere a little before that. Right. So now I'm getting, like, I'm learning the tricks now. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm learning left turns. I'm learning misdirections. I'm learning how to do <laughs> those where you say a sentence, you go, oops, that was a lie, I mean. Right, right. And doing all those ones, and now it's starting to change. And I started off, like, doing one, maybe one or two of them a month to, like, to like four of them a month, to five of them a month, to to the very end before I moved to here, I was doing ten to fifteen a week. A, a week. week, a week, wow. Jinx. forty-five minutes, then or forty-five minutes. Sometimes it'd be twenty minute, a twenty-minute story, then twenty-five minutes of questions and answers. And they wow. pay you for this, and they pay me for it. Very well, I'm guessing. Not well enough, you would think, but for me. Oh yeah, exactly. For as a new, nothing. as a new stand-up. Getting anything to right. work during the day and perform right. bits I'd written that could be worked on stage, that worked on stage. Getting paid to workshop. Wow. And so I'd nice. do this pop, 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 pop. And so I would literally call my girlfriend and I'd call my friends and be like, oh, man, I killed two of my, right. two of my sets tonight, bombed one. Wow. At the high school. It's so funny because even if I bombed, they still did my job. Right. right. Yeah, but now how old are these kids you're usually talking to? Oh, so it would range from the. They eventually figured out I'm not the best for kids. And, and they figured it out after you were starting to do 10 to 15 a week, though. So, but how, I was not good for. Oh, youngins, you mean? Youngins. They, middle mm. scores did and elementary. And element, like, whatever that. Like, the ones where you'll get it. Because literally all they wanted me to do was just be like, don't, don't do, do drugs. drugs. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. And, like, the. I'm so much better when I would be like, don't do drugs and here's why. No, I go, no, no, I wouldn't even say that. And that's why they, why I was so successful. Okay. Is I would go, hey, you have free will. You have free choices. Uh, I like where this is going right you go, the jump, boys. You have the ability to choose to do whatever you want. Uh, You're, you know, I'm guessing a lot of you have already done drugs. That's yeah. that's the Florida. I'm not yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna come in here and act like you haven't. Right, I sold right. you some when you were right. twelve. Right. Yeah, right. You look for hey, that's the guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and then I go, what I'm trying to do is that you have a choice and that you can get help at any time you want. Wow. Mm -hmm. 
You don't have to wait till all your friends die. You don't have to wait till you get homeless. You don't have to wait till you get physically sick. You don't have to do any of that. You have any choices you want. And because I would sell it in that way, kids went from this, oh, God, this is going to be dare, to being like, yeah, right. oh, he's just going to tell us drug stories now? Right, right. And so, like a few times teachers would get kind of mad because they're like, oh, it looks like you're glorifying drug use. I'm like, are you kidding me? These stories are traumatic. Yeah. I am telling them very funny. Right, right. But they're not. No one was like, oh, man, I want to go drive my car drunk and smash into things. Like no yeah. one's thinking yeah. that. Oh, man. Wow. So and that's stuff you would do. You would just be blunt like, all right, this is an example of what I did. And right. Boom. How and I hurt my life and other people's. Yes. Did uh, kids ever come back to you saying how it helped or did you get any yes. feedback? So I would get the letters. Uh-huh. I'd get these piles and piles of letters. Oh, wow. From classes that I would read. And that's why I, got, I kept getting more gigs. Is the teachers would write a right. letter being like, this guy. Right. Good Yelp reviews. Good Yelp reviews, basically. And so kids would be like, I'm never going to. They'd be like, I'm never going to do drugs again. Or they're like, I found them very funny. Right, right. And like that's being funny is like almost more important because I know they were listening. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. It, it, right. I have the, the one of the couple blessings I got to see was I got to show up and there was like two classes going on at the same time. Right. So I was going to do five and the guy before me was doing four all in the morning. OK. So I showed up early and I got to watch the guy who went before me. Okay. And I was like watching kids yawn. What was he and talking about? Same thing I was doing, basically. Same gig. Probably right. finger pointing fire and brimstone. Yes. And don't do it. Boring. Yawning. Hey, he was like, I'm a, I was a teacher. I love teaching. He was like that kind of thing. Right, and now right. I can't talk. I can't. I like, I'm banned from teaching anymore. <laughs> I'm banned from teaching. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. They won't As let. he's talking in a school. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah right. like, <laughs> they took away his teaching, whatever certificate, certificate you know. Yeah. Wow. And so watching him and I was and watching people just being like and like texting, like secret texting uh, and doing all this stuff and being like, oh, I don't do none, none of that happens. Right. No one's yawning or texting or, you know, I I looking at each other like they're friends. Wow. Rolling. And now um, let me ask you this. What do you find more satisfying? Getting laughs out of them or knowing that you might have kept some kids from touching drugs. Like, what, what? The best feeling I used to get was I would crush. And my rule. You're getting like house laughs. Crush. an assembly. Dude, sometimes, dude. Which is I, insane. Mm-hmm. Crush laughs. I, I, I had kids standing up in seats. Like, literally, because these are, some of these are like real black, real like clubby feel. So big laughs, standing up, funny laughs. And then literally going whoosh and switching it at the very last second and be like, but seriously. Later on that week, Jeff died. Oh. And then being like, pop. And then punch him right in the jaw. Right. You stood mm-hmm. him This is unbelievable to me. So literally, I'd get that huge laugh. Everyone would be like, this is incredible. And then I'd hit him in the stomach. Yeah. And they, did, and, and they couldn't even see it. They didn't, there was no way they saw it coming. And that's when I was like, I just did it. Yeah. When I could get a laugh that almost was like a club, like I was crushing at a club, and then smash it to being like silent like it's a funeral. Wow. All right. So now, you know, not to sound uh, like what someone's looking for. It. Um, there's a word for it. But anyway, you'll know the word I'm trying to say. 
are you gonna market this now? Like, you know, you're gonna put, put it on a DVD, or are you going to do like HBO that special? That sound like a capitalist? <laughs> right. Is that what you were looking yeah, for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank is you, that, thank is you. that what we're struggling with? <laughs> thank there? you. So, it's called a Jew, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he forgot it. He's like, um, um, what's that shit say? Oh, yeshiva, uh, I can't think of the word. Um, so go ahead. When I moved here to New York, I, I, lo- I, I basically was like, what do I wanna do? Do I want to do that? And I was like, sure. But I would also love to do stand-up more than that, I think. And that's why you moved to New York. That's why I moved. I, I was in New York, and it was in Florida. I was like, I just keep doing this and start headlining. But then I was going to all these B clubs, and I was watching all the headliners, and I was like, I don't want to strip. I don't mm. want to I don't want to learn how to beatbox or do four impressions at the end of my 30 Sick. minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And do Four jokes that are, are kind of stolen, but they're kind of my version. You, know oh, you mean I like mean? the uh, Peter Peter pumpkin eater for the uh, wife bit? I, just, I, I had like I forget how it goes, but it's some nursery rhyme shit, and it's the wife. Yeah, I'm Peter Peter. Pum- it's basically getting a blow. It's just horrible. I'm, I'm, enough with it, road comics. Mm. I've, I had, I've opened up for dudes who are reading like in, intellectual books. Like, oh, all I do is read. Man, this Kindle's the greatest thing ever. Have you tried this? To- this new thing on stage no, off stage they're talking to you and just chilling and then they go on stage and they do like the, the guy's uh forces his wife to eat sperm I just hack shit oh my god and they're off stage right. they're like breaking down why marxism <laughs> might work and then on stage <laughs> it's like a priest a pedophile and a homophobe walking what the fuck are you talking they're about doing groucho marx yeah. oh, unbelievable <laughs> yeah oh god rodney dangerfield we're zinging it's zinging all, all right. night <laughs> this, is, this is lucas time but we got Sorry. definitely gotta talk about road gigs and i, oh, gotta, right. I, I got a great road so gig. that's the thing i i okay. did not want i didn't want to i didn't want to do that i didn't want to do that Right. I wanted to work all the A clubs, and and but they wouldn't work me because I didn't have any TV. Right, and I couldn't figure out how to do that, and so I was like, I'm just gonna move to New York and, and do that. And then I was like, and then maybe later on in my life I can just go and do schools for free. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, they give back. You know, like I've always have felt a little guilty. Have you done anything in New York once since you've been here? So I haven't. I've done. The thing is, I take I took all those stories and I started doing storytelling shows, and I'd just do those there. So I'll do those at the Moth, and I'll do those at any place where there's a storytelling show. I'll right. do them, and it's like, and everyone's so impressed because I, but I did, did 15 hours every week, so right. it's not like right, right. So now, okay, so how long have you been in New York? About two years, two and a half years. All right, and so are you doing any of the clubs in New York now? Yeah, me and you work together. Where? <laughs> Uh, Broadway, and we used to work New York on a regular basis. Yeah, look at you, Big Shot Wally. Wow. You just never talked to me because I was wow. the <laughs> Lucas, I don't know if you heard the intro. He is a living, living legend. Legend. Uh, He's a legend. Wind. Dude, I'm, I'm, wait a minute. I had a beard, dude, that, that was down here in huge, thick glasses. That helps, Lucas. Oh, you changed your life. <laughs> yeah. No one in New York comedy has big glasses and a beard. You're staring at two of us. Yeah, oh, exactly. You just didn't want to talk to me because I was like, oh, look at that hipster. <laughs> are you t- are you t- at, at New York or Broadway? Both. I'm trying to remember. One you- specifically, you're going you're gonna to go Eureka? No, no, because no, I think that's the one. You weren't the one that, I'll tell you a story. That this and is then we got to wrap it up. Boys. Okay, this is when I realized that I need to step up my game, mm. is that I was closing the show is at New York. It wasn't you. It was closing the show at New York, and this kid was emceeing, had no idea who I was. He comes to me, he goes, and you are? Mm. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I got to say <laughs> So that's, so they, that, but it wasn't you. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm just trying to remember. I was like, wait a minute. 
All right, so. Sorry, but now I know it. I'll never forget you now. I'll be like, now, I mean, I'm, I'm, never. I'm, I'm his biggest fan now. I'll be exactly. like, yo, come here, Lucas, come here, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> sit down. That's my man right here. You're like the guy who discovered him at the meeting. You're going to be a star, yeah. kid. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Where's my cigar? Let me tell you something, kid. <laughs> well, Lucas, this is outstanding. Uh, anything? Closing salvos. Um, You know, you have a choice to do drugs if you want, <laughs> but you shouldn't. You know what I mean? If you don't want the consequences. That's it. That's yeah, all you got to do. Go. Any, anything you want to plug, my brother? You know, you can follow me at on Twitter at Lovable Lucas. Lovable, oh, Lovable Lucas. That's a Aww. wonderful Twitter. You're never going to forget him now, Wally. I know, that's true. You wow. living legend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lucas. You're welcome. Dick. Big Bench, hit me, baby. The best of BS on Twitter. But Twitter. 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 <laughs> Check out all of Santa New York Labs podcasts. We got the promo code LUS for all our Canadians out there. All you Canadians. Come to shows Americans, you're, in you're allowed to. Americans can use it also. Half off tickets to Santa New York. Spread the word. Spread the love. Come to shows. Keep up the good work. Be you. Don't do drugs. That's it. Thank you, Benji. <laughs> Mr. Wally Collins, anything yes. you want to promote? Um, let's see. I'll be just go to WallyCollins.com. My calendar is there. W A L I C O L L I N S dot com. WallyCollins.com. Um, yeah, I'm working the clubs in New York City. Still trying to get some spots to stand up in New York, but we'll talk about that later. Oh, and there you go. This not the, the booker anymore. He's not the booker anymore. You can keep telling him. Yeah, right. And I know, right? And um, let's see. Uh, he's never been happier in his life. Been I've been happier. friends with this dude for years. I've never seen more jump in his step you know, than now. I would talk about that. But oh, in my book, you never know. You never know. Uh, you never know. Book of Encouragements hit number eight on Amazon. So wow. Um, let's get it to number seven. Thanks, Lust right? for Lifers. Yes, and uh, yes. Yeah, so. Lust of Maniacs. So oh, yeah, a brand new name. Th things are good. So, um, yeah, wallycounts.com and anything you need to, to know about me is there. My dude, respect. All right, man, James L. Mattern at... Fuck, I fucked up my whole plug. All right, let's do it again. Twitter, right at James L. Mattern. Facebook, James L. Mattern. I'm going to get an Instagram. Laster was like, what's your Instagram, Holmes? I'm like, I don't got one, dude. I'm a bum. He's like, took me a while too, man. I got faith in you. You'll get there. I'm like, thanks, Johnny. So that's going to come soon. So just look there. I got a bunch of podcasts now. I'm now on this network. I have a second one. I'm the sidekick to Chris Laker. Brand new television, the podcast. That's hotter than fish grease, son. Fucks with it. We got the New York Observer down with us on that. We got writers from there. Me breaking. We're breaking down like strain episodes. Leftovers. The Nick. Get with that. <laughs> on another network. Look, we're friends with the Creek in the Cave. Creek in the Cave. Sure. Brand new episode. Brand new thing. It's called Get in the Ring with my cousin Tim Warner. It's only about Guns N' Roses. First episode's out. Are you serious? F-U-X <laughs> with that, my people. F-U-X <laughs> with that because that show is just as hot as fish grease. Put in your hush puppies, baby. That's how hot it is. <laughs> Stick them in there, baby. Put some flounder. Y'all don't like flounder. Fuck that. Um... <laughs> This, but Lust for Life is what it is, man. Keep supporting us. Keep supporting Stand Up New York. Keep supporting Stand Up New York Labs. We are Def Jam, baby, in 83. All right? This is what the fuck we doing. All right? We making it happen here. Mad love to everyone doing it. Um, I'm, I got your nickname in a second, so you can go last, my man. Mad love to Catch a Tory, who now has a produ executive producer role. Can he come through big? Super mm -hmm. Tramp. Minnesota John Fatigate, Mad Love, okay? I sound like Jalen Rose when they allow him to do his shout-outs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, Mad Love to Donnie and Gabe for allowing us. Cousin Nick, artwork. I think it's going to be done. We're going to have new artwork. No offense, oh, Nick. Oh, nice. Yeah, we love you. What are you going to do? Um, Timothy Styles for making the music. We Benji, you know your name's in it now. Yeah. The new, see? We're all grown up, baby. We're going, baby. And Make Mad Love, moves. we did it, baby. We're top of the world. Started from the bottom. Um, <laughs> Mad Love to Star. That's your new name. You know why? Because Andy Andy's a star. star by the killers, my boys. All right. Keep being who you is. This is so great. Our show, 
is makes me feel good inside. I ain't gonna lie. About 20 episodes ago, I, I, I was kind of like burnt out. And I was like, I don't know if I can keep doing it. 20 I, episodes ago? Yeah, 20 episodes. We're like 54 in. All right. right. And I was like, man, I, have we, have we, it's hard to find guests. I just don't know if I got it in me to even find guests anymore. And I'm gonna tell you in the last like, handful 10 it just we've really never been better man and thanks for everyone thanks for guys like lucas coming in being part of it. wally thank you for coming in yeah, benji thanks for just being the glue man uh i really appreciate it. love this show my peoples keep being who you are man all the great people send us love on facebook and soundcloud comments we love you till next time my peoples remember we're all worth a million in prizes booyah <laughs>